I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. John chapter 15, verse 1. Before we begin this podcast, I would like, as always, to ask our Heavenly Father for guidance and wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Who is speaking here in this chapter? Well, it's our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is referring to himself as the vine, the true vine. When I think of vine, I think of vineyard, and I think of, uh, you know, a plant, it's part of the the great family, a plant that can produce or a tree that can produce grape. Jesus also says, my father, which is our heavenly father, as the husbandman, which means farmer. So we're he's painting a picture for us here. Verse two, every branch in me So remember, Jesus is divine, the tree, and then there's branches. That beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Who's he? We already found out who he is, the farmer, which is our father. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth, which uh, the Greek word um, for purgeth here is uh, Catherio. And it basically means to cleanse of filth and impurity, um, figuratively to prune trees and vines from useless shoots. So every branch that bears fruit, he purges it and that may bring forth more fruit. So God purifies, nurtures, takes care of branches that are producing fruit so that more fruit can be produced. This in itself, um, this whole verse can be a study in terms of the fruit, fruit of the spirits. What fruit are we supposed to be producing Verse three, now ye are clean, ye means you, you are clean through the word which I've spoken unto you. And that word clean is translated from the Greek word katharos, which means clean, purify, purified by fire. And if you don't know this, and it's quoted in Hebrews 12, verse 29, but God is is a consuming fire. Hebrews 12, verse 29. Now you are clean through the word which I spoken unto you. He purifies us. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you. Stay with me. What Jesus is saying here, stay with me. Follow me. 
Abide in me and I in you. If you stay with me, I will stay with you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. So the branch is nothing without the vine, without the trunk, without the tree. There is no branch. Jesus is that tree. He is our tree of life. And uh, there's many references in God's word where Jesus refers to himself as a tree of life and um, in, in the book of Proverbs, um, in Genesis, you know, chapter three, you know, in Revelations, chapter 22, verse two, you know, Jesus is our tree of life. In verse five, I am the vine, repeating himself here. He is the vine, Jesus the vine. Ye, which means you, you are the branches. So we, we are the branches. He that abideth in me, and he is no gender meaning, it's male or female. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So reminding us that our fruit comes from Jesus. Jesus is our tree. He is the tree of life. No life comes outside of Jesus. Reminding us that we are the branches and we need to remain with the tree to produce fruit. Life. Verse 6. If a man abide not in me, meaning we don't follow Jesus, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. And just spiritually speaking, you know, you know, one day we will face judgment, and for some of us we'll have eternal life. And some of us will be cast in the lake of fire. Verse 7, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you. So if ye abide in me. So you follow me and you listen to my words. You receive my words, you accept my words. Ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Now, keep in mind, we've got to remember what the subject is. Remaining with Jesus, Jesus is divine. So it's not like, oh, I just asked for anything I want, and I'm going to get it. That's not what the word is saying here. It says, if you abide in me, if you stay with me, if you remain with me, if you follow me, right? Because Jesus is divine. I'm the branch. Without him, I can't produce fruit. So therefore, I got to be, I got to be in alignment with him here. I should ask whatever, like what I will, and it shall be done unto you. But it just has to be according to God's will, right? So if I'm doing things that's according to my Father's will, according to the vine. Then I shall ask what, what I will, and it shall be done. 
verse 8. Herein is, herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. Our Father is glorified. We do things to glorify our Father. We ask things in his will and it shall be done. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. John chapter 15 verse 9. Before we begin this podcast, as always, uh, I would like to pray for wisdom from our Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, amen. The True Vine, part two. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Our Heavenly Father loves us. Jesus was loved by our Father. So have he loved us. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Even as I kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. Now, some Christians get tripped up here because oftentimes when people would would seek an explanation of the difference between our Heavenly Father and Jesus, um, we would usually describe Jesus as the Son of God. And then on the other hand, we'll say Jesus is God in flesh form. And then on the other hand, we see Jesus resurrected, has been resurrected and has been transfigured. Jesus explains who he is in further in in the book of Matthew. We'll go there. Let's go to Let's go to the I want to say actually in the book of John. Let's go to the book of John chapter 14. And let's start in verse 7. If ye have known me, this is Jesus speaking here, ye should have known my father also. And from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Let me repeat that again. I'll break it down in layman terms. Jesus is speaking here. To Thomas, and he says, "If you have known me, talking to Thomas now. If you have known me, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you known him, and have seen him. Basically, Jesus is saying, if you have seen me, 
you have seen the Father, meaning Jesus and God is one, one of the same, just in different offices. Back to John chapter 15. Verse 10. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So as we've seen in the previous chapter, Jesus expresses that he and God are one of the same. He is saying now to his disciples, if you keep my commandments, the same commandments that my Father has outlined when we were first introduced to his commandments in the Old Testament. God is the same God as yesterday, today, and tomorrow. No change there. He is consistent. Because oftentimes, there will be, sometimes in the Christian community, there will be a separation of God of the Old Testament and God of the New Testament. And I want to assure you by the words we are reading here that he is the same God from the Old Testament and to the New. There's continuity in our Father's word. Verse 11. And actually, before I go into verse 11, Jesus is not telling us to do something that he has not done himself. Because he's telling us, keep my commandments. And we'll go into further what, what, G, what Jesus' commandments are. But keep my commandments. You shall abide in my love. Therefore, we are together. We are in unison. Even as I kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So remember, this chapter is about the true vine. And we got to abide in the true vine. Nothing, no fruit can be bared. If we separate from the vine, Jesus is a true vine. So in order for us to be one with our father, we need to abide in his love. And to abide in his love, we have to keep his commandments just as Jesus did. Now Jesus is going to tell us what that commandment is. We're about to let's go into verse 11 these things i've spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full verse 12 this is my commandment that ye love one another as i have loved you again verse 12 this is my commandment that ye love one another as i have loved you Hmm. Now, again, this verse, people will say, oh, that's it. That's the only commandment. All I do now is love. That's the greatest commandment. I'm good. That means everything in the Old Testament is nullified because it's, it's all about love. Well, as I said earlier, right? God is the same God as yesterday, today, and tomorrow. His word does not change. He is a consistent God. His, this word is continuous. 
There's continuity in God's word. What is the commandment is love. And we'll break down the commandments that were outlined in the book of Exodus chapter 20. And you'll see why the commandments were summed up to one word, love. But let's continue on in this chapter. Verse 15, or chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So this is Jesus now. Jesus has laid his life down for us so that we can have a chance of eternity with our Father. He is saying that is the highest love. There's no love above that. No greater love. Verse 14, you, ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. So we are to say we are a friend of Jesus because he say no greater love than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. He's calling us his friends. He laid his life for us. That's saying that it goes two ways. I laid my life down for you. This is what I ask in return. He's asking us to do whatsoever I command of you. Let me repeat that. He is saying to us, we are his friends. If we do whatsoever he commands of us. Verse 15, henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. We are above servants. For all things that I've heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Let me repeat that. Let that land. Let me repeat it slowly. Henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I've heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Jesus is saying here that there is no secrets between what our heavenly father has conveyed to Jesus what Jesus is conveying to us. There's no mysteries here. Why? Because we are friends. And he has made known all things. Jesus again is saying, I am made for all things I've heard of my father. I have made known unto you. I'm not holding anything back. Verse 16. Ye have not chosen me. And there's a deeper spiritual meaning, and that can be left for another study. But ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit. Remember, we're back to the subject, divine. Jesus is divine. No good fruit can come outside of Jesus. And that your fruit should remain, that whosoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it to you. 
Now, this is a verse that people will just read this one verse and and assume that I can ask anything in my father's name and will be given in Jesus name and will be given unto me because it says here in his word that whatsoever that means anything you shall ask of the father in my name he may give it to you but let's remember what we just read from the beginning of um, the first verse of this chapter, all the way to now, to verse 16. Everything is in reference to being part of the true vine, remaining in him, keeping God's commandments. That if we keep his commandments, we are abiding in him. So therefore, we are doing things according to our father's will. We do what our Father says to do, we will then be blessed. We can ask whatsoever within God's will, and it shall be given unto us. If we're not abiding by our Father's um, commandments, we're not abiding in his love. Therefore, we're not a friend of Jesus, and therefore we can ask for whatsoever, and it shall be given unto us. There's certain requirements we need to meet first. Verse 17, these things I command you that ye love one another. Here we go with the commandment again. And, and let's and let's um let's pause there for a moment. What are God's commandments? And if we go back to the book of Exodus, and let's go to Exodus chapter 20. And let's begin in verse 3. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Has that commandment still stands today? Well, it should be if you are saying you are a friend of Jesus. Because if Jesus follows this, then we need to follow this as well. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. Basically, again, we shall not worship anything outside of our Heavenly Father. There shall be no other gods before me. And gods in lowercase, lowercase g, no other gods, no other, um, no, nothing else in our life that we should worship outside of God. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them so whatever that is it could be your job it could be that relationship it could be that money whatever god you're putting before god he's saying that you shall not bow down to that nor serve them for i the lord thy god am a jealous god and when people hear the word jealous they start thinking well this is god he's almighty what does he have to why does he have to be jealous god loves us so much that he doesn't want you loving anyone else more than him. He is our source. He created love. He is our first love. And he's not saying, because just now Jesus said, you know, love one another. So, of course, God wants us to love one another. But we have to love God first. God wants to be first here because he is first. For I, the Lord... I'm a jealous God.
visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me. Um, but let's continue on. He was giving background to that. Honor thy father and thy mother that thy days might be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So honor your mother and and, and your father. And, you know, our, our earth, our, there's a correlation there as well. You know, we're practicing family here on this earth. We have parents. You know, our parents, you know, God gave us life, but we have life through, we came through the womb. Another topic for another day. Keep the Sabbath, keep it holy. So those first five, five commandments is based on God. Keeping God first. The next five commandments now are reference to love. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not steal. Thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife. Nor his manservant. Nor his maidservant. Nor his ox. Nor his ass. Nor anything that is thy neighbor's. And this confirms that this um, section of the commandments, the law, uh, in verse 13, Verse 9, for this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and there be any other commandments, it is briefly comprehended in the same namely, that thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. 